Are finishing up um, day four of this second, third to last week of um, the study, but our first week in Second Timothy. So finally, I think I got That's it a lot. right. <laughs> <laughs> finally, I think I got it right. Um, but we finished chapter one yesterday, and then we are going to start in chapter two today, even though it's not. A whole new week, but that's what we're going to do. So, and I'm going to read 2 Timothy 2, verses 1 through 13. You then, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses, and trust to reliable men who will also be qualified to teach others. Endure hardship with us like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No one serving as a soldier gets involved in civilian affairs. He wants to please his commanding officer. Similarly, if anyone competes as an athlete, he does not receive the victor's crown unless he competes according to the rules. The hardworking farmer should be the first to receive a share of the crops. Reflect on what I'm saying, for the Lord will give you insight into all this. Remember, Jesus Christ, raised from the dead, descended from David. This is my gospel for which I am suffering, even to the point of being chained like a criminal. But God's word is not chained. Therefore, I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they too may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Here's a trustworthy saying, trustworthy saying, if we die with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we disown him, he will disown us. If we are faithless, he will remain faithful, for he cannot disown himself. Mm. Thing, do you want to know the thing that I think is the funniest in this whole passage right here is where he's, um, you know, saying all of these things about soldiers and athletes and farmers. And then he goes, reflect on what I'm saying for the Lord will give you insight into all this. It's almost like he's going, listen, just think about it. I'm going to tell you what it means. Just think, use your brain. <laughs> I do like that. Yeah, as many times as I've read this, that that's what makes me laugh. That's okay. Well, I mean, think, when we read about Jesus talking to the disciples, half the time they didn't get what he was saying. Right. right. He'd have to he'd have to get a little more in depth and explain it all to them. Um, so I think we've got it a little bit easier because we've got that whole context. Um, mm -hmm. So when we read something in the Word, we can put it in context. But they didn't really have that. All they had was. Jesus standing there telling them stuff. Um, and he used all those parables. And I think sometimes that was confusing for him. Well, I, I like the way Paul is like, okay, I, I feel like it's like, I know this doesn't really make sense right now. And mm -hmm. you're in the middle of all this and there's so much going on. And I'm, you know, there's so much in this letter, but when you you're done reading it, yeah. Then think about it, reflect on it. Yeah. And the Lord where 
will give you insight. Like it talks um, in a different passage about how the Holy Spirit will bring all things to your mind. Mm -hmm. So that I kind of thought about that scripture to go along with this. It's like, yeah, it'll come clearer in a little while. By and by. Yeah, because how many times have you, you know, you've read your scripture and, you know, days and weeks may go by and then all of a sudden you're doing something and it, it's like a eureka moment. Something just sparks and you go, oh, that's what that meant. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sometimes it takes a little time for us to ruminate on stuff, to meditate on stuff and, um, and get the full meaning of it. I love the fact that um, this whole book really is Paul telling Timothy of the things that are most important to him. And then also um, like encouragement, like don't be discouraged. And I know why I suffer and all of, you know, which he repeatedly says, I know why I suffer and then invites him to join him to suffer. But anyway, um, but this is like, it's okay. This says to me, like, it's okay if it doesn't make sense right now. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. giving him permission to just be okay with that. Um, anyway. Yeah. Sometimes I think we need that. Well, and I think it's good, too, that he's pretty upfront with everything that he's going through and everything that can be involved in the Christian life. So Timothy won't be surprised by anything that comes his way. Paul has basically said, look look at what's happened to me and know that you're going to have stuff, too. Um, And I think that's good. I think sometimes today we don't prepare new believers for some of the, the hard times. You know, and so then they get shipwrecked. Something hard comes along, some trouble or some circumstance, and they they think that God should just take them out of that, um, with no recognition that maybe God will just take them through that. And so, I think here he's he's just trying to be a really good father to Timothy and say, look, don't don't get waylaid or shipwrecked when these things happen. You know, God will be with you. His grace will see you through, just like it has me even up to prison and beatings and death. I like uh, how Paul encourages them, endure hardship like a soldier. Mm-hmm. And competing as an athlete, you know, you have to compete. Um, and it's a, it's a, um, not a job, it's a struggle sometimes, like to finish a race or, or whatever. But, you know, he's just like, he so he's comparing the Christian life or the leadership role that Timothy's in to these hard things mm-hmm. the life of a soldier, the life of an athlete, which is a continual training and pushing yourself. So, and he's saying, you know, you're gonna have to do the same thing. Yeah, I know our oldest girl ran a bunch of marathons um, about 10 years ago. She was really kind of into a marathon kick, and we would watch the videos. Oh my gosh, people would come across the finish line throwing up and crying and stumbling. And um, and I said to her, she's like, Mom, I wish you would run one with me. And I said, you know, that does not look like fun <laughs> to me. Um, but for her, that struggle and all going through all that to cross that finish line was worth it. So um, yeah, I think when I when I I read scriptures like this, I think, okay, it's worth it. Whatever we um, have to go through. Sorry. 
speaking of running a marathon and how hard it is and all that, Nikki did the half marathon three years ago for and ran for Hope Water Project. Yeah. And she's not an athlete. She's not wow. a runner. She hardly went to any of the practices or anything. <laughs> and she got out there. And so we, you know, we were at this station, watched her pass and had all of our clapping, you know, things yeah. and all that. By the time she... um was like three quarters finished, maybe even a little more than that. She was running, just like you said, Angie, she was crying. <laughs> and I, I just wanted to make her stop. I know. <laughs> you don't have to finish. You know, yeah. you've done so good. You this is just a, a foot race. <laughs> yes. So she, but she finished, but it, it was hard. Very, very hard. And I... I'm so proud of her for doing it, but I'm like, don't ever do that again. I can't take it. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like I, I was doing the Detroit half marathon and I remember walking by people are giving you beers. I mean, it was a party. So beer is supposed to help keep your legs loose. Um, I don't know how true that is while you're walking. Cause if you have too many of them, then you're really yeah. loose. <laughs> That's a problem. <laughs> but, um, but another part of this is also the head stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the part with the soldier. He, he, do what your commander says. Don't look around you and do what other people are doing. Keep yourself yeah. focused. So yeah. that's good. Like in these times, um, when you were a soldier, it's not like you were like it is now where you, in, you know, you can enlist for three years and do your time and then move on. This was like 20 year commitment. Mm -hmm. You were not to be married. Your job was to be a soldier, period the end. There was no other stuff. And when they're talking about athletes here, they're talking about Olympian Olympic athletes here. Um, mm -hmm. So that was like a year long, like this was also their job. So Rosemary, I think when you, I think earlier you started to say like, go at it, like it's your job, but it really, yeah. like it really it was really their job. <laughs> right. Right. And, and then that ties into the farmers too, right? Like, when you're a farmer, you don't take the time. You don't take time off. You don't rest. You farm because the farm doesn't stop. That's right. Mm -hmm. It is. It's it's just a continually. Um, it, it's just a continuous need to stick with what you're doing. Put your head down and do it. Yeah. Um, and sometimes that's what it's. Sometimes that's what you have to do with your faith too, right? Like you mm -hmm. just have to put your head down and do it. Just do it. Mm -hmm. Which is not very elegant sounding, but. Well, no, but it, that's exactly what it is. It's just sort of where the rubber meets the road. Mm -hmm. you know, we've signed up <clears throat> for a, an eternal commitment. And there are, you can't just put it down when it pleases you. Or say, oh, this is too hard. I'll just take a break. <laughs> right. You know, we're we're in it until we go to heaven. Mm -hmm. So which we have is to, the ultimate rest. Well, yeah. Then we're going to get plenty of rest. Yes. Yeah. Even and, better than we can imagine. Oh yeah. We don't even know what that's going to look like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, there's a quote by John Swindle at the bottom. It says, "The Lord did not promise to keep us from suffering," and that's in John 17. He promised to sustain us through the suffering, which is in Romans 8, so that every experience will become God's 
means of creating in us a greater capacity for joy with each passing day. So there's a purpose to this endurance. There's a purpose to the suffering. Um, I, I just, um, I think there's this phrase in the Bible that says, God doesn't give you anything you can't handle. And it's like, no, oh, no, that's not quite what God promises. <laughs> God promises to be with us in all of our suffering and all of our um anything we're going through, anything, even in our joy, he promises to be with us. Yeah. Um, and this endurance is for something. It's for a prize. Mm-hmm. Um, the soldier is going for victory. The athlete's going for a prize. The farmer for the crops, right? There's, there's a purpose to this. This isn't just something you're enduring and you don't know why. I think sometimes finding that purpose in what we're doing can make yeah, a because when we get to heaven, we get a crown, maybe yeah. more than one crown and some jewels. I never got into that, and I don't understand that. <laughs> I don't. I know. <laughs> Is that the sign language crown word for crown? <laughs> this I'm making my own little crown. All you're making your own, making your own little crown. Like, yeah, looks like moose it, antlers. It Is does. It? I was a little like concerned. Yeah. yeah. But I never got that. My thought was like, gosh, if I just make it into heaven, I'm good. Like cross yeah. the line. That feeling like the the um, athlete, if I can just cross that line, then I'm good. I can be a sweaty mess. I probably won't want a crown. I'll want a shower. But it's like, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I never focused on too much of that either, Rosemary. I thought just getting there was, <laughs> that That's was the big the deal. That was yeah. the game. Yeah. yeah. But, um, and I, I had a slight change on that a while ago. And then I think I just came back. It's like, I don't care about that thing. And I, but I do care about um, the, the righteousness. So I do want to attain that. Now, well, whether we, I get a fabulous crown, I don't know. I, do I want to be the a part. Yeah. We want to be a part of what God's doing. I mean, I, I think we have to have some sense of, um, in it with God and responsibility towards others so that so that we understand we are called for a purpose. It's not just mm-hmm. about us getting to heaven. You know, the whole other purpose is to tell other people about Jesus and to show them who God is through our lives. So we have to have a, a little bit of that. And I think that's where, um, you know, certainly is God going to reward those people who have moved into that Um in maybe a little bit different way, it seems like the word says there are some rewards. So, yeah. you know, that's great. Right. Um, but we do have to, you know, it can't just be, you know, like I said, I, I've always been kind of like, well, you know, I'm going to, me getting there is big. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's the, my big thing. Um, don't miss that everything. part. <laughs> don't miss that part. Yeah, that's everything. But but there is another, there's a, like another thing now. Once Once you're saved and you're going to get there, now you need to have a hunger for other people to get there too, a desire to that other people would come to know Jesus too. And Which that was, Paul certainly that was Paul's heart. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we got to tell everybody. While there's time, we've got to tell everybody about Jesus. Doesn't that I I think naturally doesn't that almost happen? Yeah. To many, usually. Like to me, my thought was when I found out about Jesus, I was like, whoa, no, really. No, this is the game. Let's yeah. go here, you know. But I think sometimes maybe we do hold back. Maybe I don't talk about them as much as I could. Um, 
It, it's that part when you were saying, Terry, the crown of righteousness. I guess I don't care about the crown, but I want the righteousness. I want the things that come from serving him. I, I just want you to know, I don't live this life just so I can get the crown. No, this you don't. No, like no, 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 no. We know that. Yeah. We know that. No, no. Yeah. I was talking more about the phrase or how it's yeah. phrased. Yeah. Um, that's a lot of crowns to make. Because a lot of people that get into heaven will have a lot of that. Yeah, I'll, I'll be happy if I can just get one of those little headbands. That says, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, she made it. Happy yeah, she made it. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, when you when you think about the people that have been martyred and the people that have really yeah. given their lives for the gospel, I mean, I I sure don't put myself in that category. Neither no. do I. You know, no. I mean, there's the, 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 God hasn't He hasn't asked me to do anything like that. You haven't struggled to the point of blood. Of, of blood. Right. I have not. Yeah. Right. Um, but certainly I am very um, um, grateful and appreciative for those Christians who have. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I wanted to um, just talk about that. I don't know the number of the verse, but um, how Paul pushes buttons, which I've seen a li- as I was reading on a little more. He knows just what to say mm-hmm. to get to the people, um, which has gotten him in prison. But remember Jesus Christ <laughs> raised from the dead. Yes. So he's going against some of the people, the, the leaders the, yeah. uh, who are saying that that's not true. Um, descended from David. So there's the humanity part, mm-hmm. which they can't reconcile the two. They can't, they, um, that's why he's in prison for one thing, for preaching that. And um, I love how he said, I'm, I'm suffering to the point of being chained like a criminal. And I underlined with red and put a big heart by it, but God's word is not chained. Yeah. So he's like, they can do what they want, but God's word will go on. It will go out. Yeah. And so don't forget, Timothy, that's your job too. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, Terry. That, yeah, that is. It's that God will complete his work regardless mm-hmm. of what we do. And the other part I think that was really important about him pointing out he's descended from David was that some of the prophecies. Jesus fulfilled many prophecies mm-hmm. through his life and just being here, just the timing of his birth alone and where he was born and things like that. Um they're in Isaiah, a lot of them. They're kind of all over, but certainly in Isaiah. But um, that was pretty profound, too. That was really important. Because it's not its not just this guy. It's this guy we've been waiting for. Yeah. Wait, it's this guy. No, it's the Messiah. You know, this guy, we keep seeing him as, as this Jesus person. He wasn't just Jesus. He was Jesus, the Messiah. Is Jesus the Christ? He's Jesus the one we've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Um, I, he really pointed to that, I thought, a lot when he was saying all that. Yeah. Well, we finish up with the um, what Paul says is a trustworthy saying, um, which is kind of an indicator to Timothy, like, just remember this. Like, if you're only going to remember something, remember what I'm telling you, that this is a trustworthy saying mm-hmm. and that there is no doubt about this. And he says, if we died with him, we will live with him. If we endure, we will reign with him. If we disown him, he will disown us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful for he cannot disown himself. 
So he's like, it doesn't matter what you do. He's going to be with you. And even, um, Rosemary, you said, you know, regardless of what we do, the word goes on. Mm -hmm. Terry did. Terry, you said that. But Mm -hmm. I think in spite of what we do, too, the word goes on. Yes. (laughs) Yes, sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, on my Ebenezer wall, one of the signs that I have up there is um, Jesus kind of saying to me, I know who you are outside of what you do mm. so yeah it doesn't depend i mean you know when you can shipwreck wreck your faith and all that you know that the caveats and the disclaimers but but i i don't have that much to do with the whole formula it's him yeah. and whatever i do if i'm a saved you know born again jesus believing woman then he doesn't disown me. He's still faithful to me, no matter what I do. Thank goodness. Oh, amen. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. I thought that was just amazing in 13. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. Mm-hmm. He cannot disown himself. We're made in the image of God. He cannot disown himself. Mm-hmm. We don't have power over that. He does. We have choices. Yes. Yeah. And so that's the thing too, I think Paul was looking for, he wasn't looking for the smartest, the richest, the cutest, the hat, you know, what he's not looking, he was not, he was, who's most faithful, Timothy. And knowing those who are faithful, like athletes fall down, soldiers make mistakes. Farmers can get bad crops, but do they get up every morning and they start again and they keep working at it? That's what I'm looking for. When you're looking for people to help you move, um, move your mission, look for people who are faithful and have that perseverance and that endurance. Amen. Yeah, it's not perfection either. Right. It's faithfulness. So, and I think we can take courage with that in ours. I mess up all the time. All right, get up again. Let's go. Always have the opportunity to pray. You know, I can always do those things. I can ask for forgiveness. Where is, oh boy, I'm back in James. Here we go. I'm telling you. Um, where's my heart? You know, an athlete that has a heart towards the prize will keep walking, keep moving keep doing with their race, they're running. Uh, A soldier who has honor to serve will keep trying to serve, will keep trying to do the right thing. And a a farmer, these, it's just amazing to me, those three particular things show different um, types of endurance. And we can have all of that. We just keep asking God. Hmm. And if we struggle in this endurance and perseverance, ask God. Please give me a desire to please you. Please give me a desire to to go after you, to go after what you want me to do. It's, you know, it's like, I don't know that I want the crown, but man, I want that righteousness. I want that perseverance. I want that connection with you, God, more and more. We can ask for that and he provides it. I can't even think of a time where God would not provide that. That's what he wants for us. It's him. It's himself. He provides himself in those situations. Yeah, that's a great way to wrap this section up, Rosemary. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Angie, will you pray for us today? You betcha. Great. 
Oh, Father, we love you with all of our hearts, with all of our soul, with all of our strength, with all that we are, because we know how much you love us, that you love us like that, that you loved us so much that you sent your son Jesus to save us and to give us new life, um, to make us part of your family. So, Father, we have very thankful hearts, and we are so grateful for what you have done for us. And, Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus that we will be faithful because you've been faithful, that we will be diligent and committed and reliable and responsible. Father, we know that this is just not some woo-woo game we're playing, that you have a plan for everyone, that there's a plan for this earth and for the people who dwell here. And Father, we want to be a part of your plan and do all that you've called us to do to bring more people to know you and to love you and to be loved by you. So Father, I just pray as we study your word and as we think on what we've talked about today and on the scriptures that we've read today, that you will help our hearts to receive a greater understanding of the diligence um, that you're looking for, the faithfulness that you're looking for, um, that you'll give us a greater revelation that it's you who's going to give us that. Um, I love that last part of that scripture that you cannot deny yourself and we are part of you. And so we take great confidence, Lord, in knowing that you will never leave us or forsake us, that you are our God, our Father, that Jesus is our elder brother, our Lord, and our Savior. So, Father, be with us and everyone that's been with us today. Um, as we go forth, Father, let your word be alive and active in our lives and accomplish the purpose that you set it to accomplish in the very beginning, um, from before the beginning of time. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And cut. <laughs> <laughs>